What's up, beautiful souls? It's Candy, your spiritual bestie, back with another episode of Real Talk with the Spiritual Bestie. Hey, besties, how have y'all been? I miss y'all. I really, really do. So I want to catch up because today is a guest episode and we'll get more into that in a little bit. But I really, really miss my podcast. So let me tell you guys what's going on. So... You guys, if y'all have been riding with me for a while, y'all have heard me speak before about how at the beginning of the year, I asked for my assignment. And so this year I heard healing and spirit began to just take me on this journey in preparation that I didn't even, you know, I know the spirit is always at work. Okay. I know that. Things are constantly occurring, but I'm still always in awe when I look back at how just the universe will straight sneak on you. Okay, the universe will sneak on you. You'll think, you know, you'll think. And then when you look back, it's like, man, you know, beyond what I even thought to ask and that's why it's so important to stay in alignment and why I am without any reservation or without any issue following the lead of spirit right now from me personally. So I, you know, prayed the prayer that I pray. And when I heard healing, I was like, I'm ready. Like, that's how I felt. You know, sometimes when you're so traumatized by different situations that occur in your life, you don't even think that you ever be able to revisit that pain again. And that's what's so unique about healing. And that's one of the signals that you will see the more that you traverse on your journey. Or maybe you've already experienced that where it just you feel at ease and you feel safe enough and supported enough, not only by the universe, but by people around you, that you can be vulnerable, that you can be real and, and heal how you need to, or just be, just trust your yourself again. Because sometimes that's the deepest wound. It's not even necessarily what somebody else did to me. It's the fact that I accepted it. And then there's that shame, you know, But it's a part of the process. I'm not going to tell you not to feel that. Because when you feel, you can understand things. So I'm not going to tell you at any point in this journey not to sit with that thing that you're feeling, not to allow yourself to feel it in its totality. Because that's where the healing occurs. That is where 
the deeper knowledge of self occurs. That is where those moments of transformation of finally the click, you know, that's where all of that happens. When you can see yourself and accept that about yourself. You know, I've been learning a lot of that too this year and I'm still learning it and I still see so much work that I feel like I know I need to do. It's like a renovation, you know, depending on where you are and your journey going to depend on the amount of renovations that you have to do after you experience, you know, the unearthing of maybe some of your traumas or even another similar triggering situation. So I realized that in certain spaces in my life, I'm so far from where I know I have the potential of being, but, you know, human error. <laughs> this year, I've been surrendering a lot in into the aspect of healing and spirit has called me to be quiet. You know, my spirit has felt like be still. My spirit has been feeling that You know, there are things that I I really want to talk about, but I'm being called to be quiet. Y'all see what's happening. And if you don't, then it's not for anybody to walk you to it or through it. That's a personal journey you got to go through. And I think that we've been in preparation because my message is if y'all go back and go back to some of the past lives and get the message within each message, you'll hear spirit speaking and clarifying and giving the instruction. So right now on my journey, um, I was going to go somewhere else, but I want to move forward. Right now on my journey, I am in school And I'm working full time. I haven't really talked about going back to work because I needed to go through that experience. You know, people think that Scorpios are so secretive and it's not that. It is really the fact that we feel the need to go within and kind of feel around and see how is this registering for me? And then we can talk about what we felt and what we experienced because we have to sort through. We can be emotional. You know, we can jump to conclusions and just make emotionally charged statements. So a non-toxic Scorpio, (laughs) I'm going to tell you about the toxic in a minute. The non-toxic Scorpio um, really takes a little pause, you know, um, in experiences and doesn't um, feel the need when it feels a little shaky to share everything. And that's another thing, you know, I have been reminded that it is okay for us not to publicly grieve or publicly display our emotions. And I'm not saying conduct your, your cyber life, however you see fit, but just know that it's cool and it's okay not to be emotional online. When you feel that emotional reaction coming up, you know, pause for a second and check in with that because sometimes we don't even have the whole story. 
and we are just flying to respond. We don't even know all the facts. We ain't read. We ain't did no research. We ain't looked at nothing. And we are just flying off the handle, jumping to conclusions and completely missing the page. So we got to learn to slow down and allow ourselves to process some things with and for ourselves. You know, all this public processing of who we are, um, all this public, constant emotional displays without full insight or full views, or at least having done your own due diligence. Like we got to stop doing that because a lot of times we be completely misinformed. So. That is one of the things that I gently nudged around election time. You know, and I even had this these conversations more so with individuals that I was servicing that, you know, I may I came in contact with on a daily in my in my community, you know. You have to sometimes take a moment and stop looking at what's on the surface and look a little beyond that. Y'all ain't never seen a lemon like a car that's a lemon. Some things look perfectly beautiful on the outside. And on the inside, what? But it's a reminder. It's a reminder. So... Going back, because I'm digressing. I miss y'all. There have been so, <laughs> there's been so many conversations I've wanted to podcast about and just didn't, it just didn't flow for me. It just didn't work. Um, but yeah, I've been in school. I've been going back to work and that experience was, it was, it was rough. It was a rough, it was a, a rocky start for me, but I knew that I was there for a reason I knew that spirit was gearing me up for something, a deeper level of growth for more evolution. And it required me to be in a very uncomfortable position. I mean, just my every, it was, was, it's been, it was very stressful initially. Um, And I thought about quitting, but there were a number of things that spirits they said. So I sat and I prayed and I cried and I would sit at my desk and I would cry and I'd be like, okay, I learned. Like whatever it is, I am so compliant, spirit, to your <laughs> to your direction in my life. And I really just sucked it up. A lot of times I, I realize how easy it is for us to just make the attempt to escape the pain or the discomfort. But going through the beginning of the whole working situation, that was kind of stressful. And um, since school started, it has been more difficult to juggle. So I am putting the book club on pause indefinitely book club will return. Um, and I think it's going to be a part of my practice. It's 
I got to go all in. I got to go all in. And in order for me to be able to dedicate the time that I need to dedicate to school, I have to eliminate all the extra stuff that I'm doing because I still have a family and I'm still working full time. And so that's not to say that I won't be, um, you know, going live or online or whatever. That's just to say that if you don't see me, I'm grinding for real. So that's what it is. Um, If you don't see me, just understand that I'm on my grind. Just understand that what I'm doing is something bigger than like right now. Feel free to book a session. Let me know what it is that I can do to assist you through your healing process. When you get to me, when you come to me, spirit is going to have something to say to you. And I think a part of expanding my ministry is going to be for me to get this, get a certain level of knowledge through guidance and mentorship that I wouldn't normally, you know, get on this professional field where I can bring more real healing to mental medicine because words are medicine. Just like they can be poison, words can be medicine. And that's a part of what the spiritual bestie ministry is about. I'm going to have also um, a new segment on some of the episodes, maybe every episode. We'll see how it goes um, of me and my husband just having these conversations. We're going to call it Couples Corner and we're just going to have conversations and dialogue about relationship stuff. Without further ado, let's get into today's episode. I'm going to let Victoria introduce herself and tell us kind of what she does and make sure you give those handles, girl. Yes. So I'm Victoria Love. I have a beautiful blossoming business called Enchanted Insights, where I do psychic readings, tarot readings, mediumship readings. If you need guidance in any area of your life, whether love, career, or just general spiritual guidance, I am the one that you can come to for that. Um, You can follow me on Instagram at Enchanted Insights, as well as on YouTube, which is at Enchanted Insights as well. And on YouTube, I do a lot of celebrity tarot readings, um, you know, different missing person readings um, and readings for a lot of celebrities that may have passed away as well. So definitely stay connected with me on there. And yeah. So who have you, can you tell me like maybe um, one or two people that you've done that like, you know, maybe like your predictions popped off and came true later on? No, I did when Naya Rivera had that's first, what I was thinking about. Yeah, that first situation and a half. That's literally what started my YouTube channel. And that literally kicked off me continuing to do other readings and you know, developing my skills in other ways. So so it's just really about in doing these readings, listening to spirit, because spirit be talking to me and telling me certain things, sending me messages like, hey, sit down and do this reading like right now. And sometimes these spirits or these energies can really 
just be pressing a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like really be on you to do certain things to the point it literally would not leave my spirit. And I think there was doubt there. Like, well, I don't know for sure, you know, but it's like, I have to listen because I, I, I know now the more that I listen and heed the call that I am, I'm following what I'm, what I'm supposed to do. And exactly. there is no room for doubt when you just know this is what you're supposed to do. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's facts. Because if you start thinking with your own thoughts, mm-hmm. you will talk yourself out of doing what you're supposed to do. Absolutely. Every time. You just that ego yes. will be like, you're going to be wrong. And right. everybody's going to say, you ain't no psychic. Right. I don't know what you're talking about. And girl, you know you wrong. <laughs> yes, because I'm telling you, like, I, I have definitely had those moments where I have been afraid to speak up, to speak yes. the truth, you yes. know, uh, but you have to follow spirit. And then when I don't, spirit be like, see, see, told your ass. Just something you just got to listen to, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, Trust me, you are not alone. I definitely go through that too. Um, We were talking and we were um, talking about today's episode being about dreams. And have you been dreaming anything? Tell me that first. So my dreams lately, I've definitely been dreaming. And, but when I come out the dream, like I really haven't been able to really remember anything. And I've started to feel in my spirit that, if sometimes when I'm not able to remember anything, like I'll ask spirit, Hey, like, is there something I need to know? Or, you know, what's really going on? Or sometimes I just let it be, but I feel like I've come to this epiphany lately, at least with how my dreams have been that whatever I'm going through in these dreams and the fact that I come out and then I can't remember, it's almost like I'm doing things in, in like the spiritual realm. Like it just felt like I'm handling business. I'm getting things done. I'm tackling this goal, tackling that goal. I'm doing so much in the dream that when I come back in the physical, it's like, no, there's really not nothing you need to know. Just rest and know that things are being handled, you know, mm. on, the, on the back end, just continue to do what you're doing. So that's what it's been feeling like for me lately. How about you? Yeah, I, I want to first comment on the fact that you are out here doing that work in the spiritual realm. <laughs> Listen, I'm telling you, I'm making moves out there. <laughs> I know. And you, you wake up sometimes and feel like, I don't know exactly what I've been doing, but I know I wasn't in this body all night. I know I wasn't. Listen. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely have have those dreams. Um, crazy enough, I dream very vividly most of the time. If I don't remember my dreams, at least when I wake up for like, you know, the first few minutes that I'm awake. Yeah. Um, if I don't remember, I'm like, dang, I don't remember having a dream last night. Yeah. So I'm starting to realize that that could be that time when I'm actually just in there manifesting, doing work, or maybe oh, even you know, journeying into something that'll continue in another dream. Um, But lately I've been dreaming a lot about little baby animals, um, babies. I had a dream last night that I was breastfeeding. Um, Very interesting. Lately, that's been my dream. I told you about the two foxes, the little baby foxes. 
I dreamt about these two baby foxes and they got into my house and I had to get them out. I told my husband, like, we got to get these babies out of here. Their mama going to be coming. Yeah. I feel like the dream really felt like maybe a baby's coming in or something's coming in or, you know, um, either you're caring for something or, you know, it could mean a couple of things, either a baby's coming into your future or someone is coming to you for help or some sort of protection or covering, you know, anything of that nature, they're coming to you for some sort of like, Hey, we in the house, we need you, you know, because we know that you'll protect us or we know that maybe you'll bring us closer to our mom or whatever the case may be. Um, it, it can mean different things. I mean, foxes are also known to be kind of sneaky too. So it could also possibly mean that there could be some sneakiness around you or, you know, if there is some sneakiness around you, go ahead and take it out the house. You know what I'm saying? Or it could just mean maybe cleanse your house, keep your protection up. You know, there's many different interpretations of what those foxes could mean, but it also depends on how you felt in that dream. Like what was your energy in that dream? And when you came out of the dream, how did you feel, you know? Yeah. So in that dream, I more so felt, I felt just like, almost a little panicked, like get them out of here. Their mama is coming. Like, uh uh-uh, we got to get them out of here because I have been looking at these videos on bears and mountain lions preparing to go um, to Colorado and go go up into the mountains. Yeah. So I know that my brain was already on that and it could have just been also an additional manifestation of just where my thoughts were and where my head was. That's true. Um, But I also do believe that, you know, dreams still carry messages. Even if you are immersed in something in your waking life, yeah, still carry messages. So yeah, I found that to be very interesting. The little baby foxes, they were so cute, but I was like, "Uh uh-uh, they gotta go. They gotta go. So I don't know, maybe that dream could have meant that I was not, that, that I was not, allowing something that I really desired to come into my life. Because when I think about um, like little baby foxes, they carry a lot, also a lot of like wisdom. They are very um, assertive. Mm -hmm. So I felt also that I had been kind of holding myself back in some areas of my own life. Yeah. And not really welcoming in some of the things that, um, some of the ways that I've been called to be assertive or just to kind of step up to the plate in certain areas of my own life. So I also did pick that up, but a baby would, would definitely do no harm here. Okay. Baby, I will be completely transparent right now and say that, you know, I would love a baby, you know, yeah. um, I'm in this space in my life right now where my husband and I are really wanting to, you know, have a love child. And at the same time, 
we both like, okay, it's been a um, couple of years, you know, Jalen, my son is 18. So. That is so exciting though. That's like a new, exciting, fresh journey, a fresh start. Yes, yeah. I love yeah. it. It's yeah. coming, girl. Everybody keeps asking. So hey, I'm like, like, it's already <laughs> here, okay? It's already done. I'm like, come on, okay, maybe whoever. <laughs> Yes. Oh my goodness. Nope. If there be two babies, you talking about two baby foxes? Listen, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Give me gonna I'll see. Take one. <laughs> I'll take one. God gonna be like, no, we got two for you over here. Wait, what? <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's my um. Those have been my dreams. Okay. You know, I've realized too that as I've evolved spiritually. Mm-hmm. because I, I went through in my like late 20s going into coming into my 30s mm-hmm. I went I went into this really depressive dark space you know right. and I experienced my dark night of the soul but also a serious depression with my um, parents getting divorced yeah. during that time period Mm-hmm. had a you know one of my best friends and I you know went our separate ways and party ways And I had to take a lot of accountability for that situation as well. So during this time period, it was like everything was hitting me at one time on top of just going through my own Saturn return. Yeah. Enough in itself. Yeah. Yeah. Enough to make you think about your life and where you are and what you've been doing. You know, it's like that exit out of your 20s into your 30s where it's like, okay, you've grown, grown, grown now. Like, what are you going to do? Yeah. So during that time period, my dreams were really, really dark. You know, I used to have this like reoccurring dream that I was in like a Walmart or Lowe's and a gunman was holding the store up and holding us hostage. And I would be like hiding on these aisles behind these shelves, trying to, you know, not get killed. And that is, I had that reoccurring dream for, I don't know how long, but it was very frequent. And it was like during my dark night of the soul, it was very depressive. Mm-hmm. Um, and prior to that, I used to have um, dreams about certain family members when there was something that spirit was revealing to me. You know, I've dreamt about other family members' pregnancies. Yeah. Um, and this is when my gift first started. When I first started to realize that I had a gift, I right. started having these dreams and right. things would, you know, I would go and talk to the people in these dreams. and They'd be like, oh, no. And then later on, the truth come out and it's like. So, right. Remember when I came to you and told you, yeah. So that was the beginning of my of my gift developing. But yeah, I when I had those dreams about being a hostage, I was living in a hell state. Yeah, I don't. I don't personally believe that hell is like this fiery place. I believe that we either exist in heaven and hell right now, and. If we dream and go to these hell states, there is something there. We are either battling something within ourselves internally, or sometimes in some cases, some people are called to go into these hell states to retrieve other souls that may have gotten trapped in these hell states, maybe died in a depressive state or, you know, died a a horrible death. So that is my belief. I believe that when we dream, if we're going into these cold, dark 
sad places, yeah. we're in hell. Because yes. mm-hmm. if you think about like your real life, if you're sad, depressed, like that's hell for you. You know, yeah. that's not somewhere that you want to exist continuously in your right. life. You know, and a lot of people end up seeking escape by way of taking their own lives because yeah. that hell state is a real place in real life. Yeah. So that's my belief. But yeah. um, I realized that I was living in a hell state. Right. And that I needed to do something about it. Right. So, so what did you do to pull yourself out so you didn't have those dreams anymore? Um, I started changing my life. Like this was the, this was the beginning of me taking a very conscious, Mm -hmm. like assertion of my own spiritual journey. Right. right. I've been like really back and forth in the church until that point. And I really didn't want to go anymore, but my dad is a minister and, you know, I kind of felt like, I had to, you know, I had to be there and support what he had going on. But at a point I had to choose myself. So I started just being very conscious about what I was eating, what I was. Uh, and you you mentioned that when we had a conversation about this before, like the food thing. And I didn't think about it. But yes, my diet changed yeah. um, where what I was listening to, what I was thinking about, I would correct, started correcting my thoughts. That's when I became very, like a much, very much a micromanager of my yeah, own life. About your thoughts. Yep. Yes. And your energy, yep. Like this is not matching. This is not fitting. No, we, we're changing this. Um, mm-hmm. I started changing the music that I listened to and I love my righteous, righteousness and my ratchetness. I like, I like a little both. I like that balance, you know, Absolutely. <laughs> but it, I, I, I had to, when you're sick, you have to really micromanage things to find out what is making you sick, Absolutely. what is making you, um, diseased on the inside. Mm-hmm. So I started, you know, really evaluating my friends, our conversations, oh. places that I was going. I stopped entertaining guys just because they were fine and they was trying to holler. It was, <laughs> you know, it was really like taking control of my life and saying, let me move this ship in the direction that I want to go to, go in. Because just like in that dream, I felt captive in my life. I felt like a prisoner. Yeah. I felt like I was on a losing team. You yeah. know, I was broke. I was, you know, alone. I yeah. was depressed. I had all the low vibrational stuff going on and I wanted to change that. So I just started taking control of my life. I started listening to nothing but inspirational, motivational and spiritual stuff all the time. And that's still 90% of what I listen to and a lot of R&B. Yes. A lot of R&B. Yeah. I wanted love. I was single and I've always kind of like been, I've always been in love in my heart, you know? Yes. So I just, I've always, I've always been an R&B girl and I felt like old school R&B really, if you listen to it, it is, it's always a message about love and, you know, connecting with somebody on a deeper level. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So 
That's what I did. Awesome. Yeah. That's what you got to do to, to bring yourself out of that depressive state, get back to self and, you know, remove anyone that's not serving the direction you're going in. Mm-hmm. You know, be intentional about your energy, what you're intaking music wise, food wise, you know, fast. If you have to, you know, purge out the things that just are weighing you down. So you don't feel hostage or you don't feel captive in this, you know, low vibrational energy, low vibrational realm, whatever it may be. So that's beautiful. It's always, you always go through a dark moment before you get to the light. You know, they always say the darkest day is just before the dawn. So that dark moment will take you right to the light. It's just seeing your way through that and, and being able to pull yourself out and then live in to, to speak on it, you know, being a living testimony to that. Yeah. A lot of people give up before they get back to the light. You go through this tunnel and it seems like it's going to be dark forever. And a lot of people give up or just surrender to the darkness before they reach that, that point of light again. Yeah. And a lot of times we're just a few feet away from where we're trying to go. I know. It gives me five of pentacles energy where it's like, you know, you're left out in the cold. You feel like you don't have someone to help you. But if you literally just turn around, there's a little light, you know, little light right behind you that can give you the help, the comfort, you know, whatever that you need. All you got to do is pick yourself up and and keep walking, you know, keep moving into that light. So yeah, it's hard. It's hard, but we are all capable. We have to believe in ourselves and continue to be intentional with wanting more and not staying in that darkness for too long because it can keep you captive. And even in your dream state, it was definitely trying to keep you captive in your dream state. You know, you can't even rest. You you out here thinking you in a, a hostage and all that other stuff. Like, you know, that's never good. And when you do have dreams like that, that's definitely a clear sign that you need to make some life changes. Mm-hmm. Spiritually and physically, it, you know, you have to make some changes. Yeah. Yeah. How did you kind of, um, how did you get into like your spiritual journey? So when my grandmother passed in 2017, that kind of led me into this journey of tarot and staying connected because prior to her passing away, spirit was telling me that she was going to pass away. And I think I was a little bit in denial, like, no, my grandma can't go. Like she ain't going. She's like the head of our family, the rock, you know, and I was also in school for my master's as well. And when I graduated, I I felt like spirit was saying, she's going to, she's going to be here until you graduate. And like, that's it. And I was like, after I graduated, obviously she was still here, but six weeks after I graduated, she passed away. Mm. So I was just like, I knew that I had insight. I knew that spirit was talking to me and connecting me because of my grandma. Like I just knew. So her passing away was just like me realizing that I have this gift and that I could possibly use this gift. Like I have this connection to spirit and I need to maybe pay attention more to what I'm hearing and what spirit is telling me. Um, 
And that just allowed me to get into tarot, to, to do more psychic work, you know, connect to my ancestors, um, do more read, mediumship readings with those who have passed away. And, you know, I, I, I've been right in a, in a lot of these instances. I've been able to help other people. I've been able to give comfort to other people who have lost loved ones as well. And, yeah, that's that's basically how I started into this journey. It's like there's no turning back now. You know, it took yeah. a great loss. My grandma was my heart, like the rock of my family. You know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. I'm just like all this stuff that I've accomplished since she passed is just like it's crazy. It's just crazy to me. But I'm yeah. grateful at the same time, you know? Yeah, yeah. it's tough when because I've had those I've had spirits tap me on the shoulder and be like, hey, this person is about to leave. But them guardian, them guardian angels hit different, okay? When them ancestors on guard. I know, right? Because my grandma don't play. Okay. <laughs> For real. For real. <laughs> so, um, you know, another thing that I realized too, you know, as I was evolving um, in my journey was even listening to some of the things that like those elders were telling me about who I was, <laughs> you know, conversations with my parents or people that love me and were close to me being like, hey, you are a little bit stubborn or you yeah. not always right or you're not receptive to other people you know giving their opinions to you but you always want to give your opinions to them yeah. different conversations like that I had to do a lot of inner evaluation it still happens today where yeah. I have to really like evaluate myself and be honest about mm -hmm. who I am about situations where I'm dead wrong and know that I'm the common denominator in my relationship. So if I want to grow, if mm -hmm. I want to evolve in my relationships, if I want to evolve spiritually, a major part of that is me being honest and evaluating myself and making the necessary changes. That was a big part of getting out of that hell state because mm -hmm. as long as I always thought I was right there was no room for growth yeah there was nowhere for me to go because yeah. child I'm here I'm right everything I do is <laughs> you know it is right can't nobody tell me nothing don't tell don't tell me nothing because right. if you do I'm not talking to you anymore right <laughs> you know when yeah. you're like that, there is, and you are the smartest person in the room all the time. Yeah. You're the smartest friend you got. Yeah. Nobody can teach you anything. Nobody knows more than you. There's no way you can grow. Not yeah. truly. You yeah. can fake like you're growing. You can fake like you, like this woke individual. But when we shut ourselves off from, you know, receiving criticism, from mm -hmm. the people that care about us, mm -hmm. that are close to us. One, we're doing ourselves a disservice. We're doing that friendship or that relationship a disservice. Absolutely. And we're not allowing ourselves to really grow. Exactly. Yeah. Because spirit sends messages through other vessels all the time. All the time. Yes. Yes, he does. All mm -hmm. the time. Yeah. Yeah. I think that a lot of times when we when we just allow ourselves to be flexible enough to be wrong. Yeah. There is so much growth and it's not as bad as you think it is to yeah. admit that you're wrong. I think that yeah. we're conditioned to think that we always have to be on point. We always have to be right. We always have to have the answers. Yeah. So 
when you go to decoding your dreams, what are some of the major key points that you kind of look to or look at when it comes to um, decoding your dreams? Common points, like I would say it's all about how I feel when I come out of the dream too. Like, what did I feel in the dream? How do I feel when I come out the dream? What do I remember? What stands out to me the most? Um, And then sometimes I just have to like meditate on it or talk to spirit. Like, you know, is there something I need to know? Is there something I need to pay attention to, you know, jot it down if I can or record it if I can. And just see, like, see what else happens in my dreams the next time, you know, in in the next state of mind. If, you know, it's a continuation of something, it, it, it honestly just varies, you know, it honestly just varies. I will say, and I, I told you about this my uh, a while ago, how I felt like I was being attacked in my dreams and I felt like some, something was happening. Like, clearly there was something going on in my dream state where something was off. And I kept repeatedly having dreams about an ex, like an ex that I used to deal with, an ex that I used to be in contact with. And I was starting to pick up on just dreams of him. And it's just like, why am I dreaming about this person? Like, I don't want to think about you no more. Like what is happening? And then I was starting to have very like explicit like sexual things that were happening in the dreams, but I'm seeing this with him and someone else. And I'm like, what is happening? Like now this is getting crazy. And I really had to ask spirit. And a part of me was like, literally spirit was like, he's your enemy or something like he's your enemy. And I was like, well, what else is happening that still has me connected to this person where he's coming in my dreams and I'm seeing things that I really do not want to see and not want to experience. I came to the realization that I still had things this man gave me Mm. that I was still using that every day. There was still a cord. Yeah. And I was like, and literally I was like, oh my God, I have to get rid of this stuff today. Like, cause it was a couple of weeks of this stuff. And when I tell you the last dream I had, I literally had to pray myself back to sleep because I was like, spirit, please get this off of me. Whatever this is, let it go. Let it go. Woke up the next day. And that's when the thought was like, he, he could be your enemy. You're, you're still, there's still something there. And I realized I had these two purses, one purse that I used all the time, another that he bought me that I didn't use at all. That was still in my closet. And I was told, I was like, I had to burn them. And let me tell you, these are, these are $500 purses. So I literally had to take these purses, stick them in a bin and burn it. Like everything associated to, I was like, this has to be burned out of my life. Like, because this is becoming too much. And when I tell you, once I burned them bags, I, my dreams have been fine. Mm -hmm. I haven't thought nothing about this man. Nothing has come up. 
I felt safe. And this is what I was saying before. My dreams now feel like I'm working. I'm doing, getting stuff done in the spiritual. I'm coming out of my dreams not even remembering stuff because whatever was holding me back dealing with him or having that tie to those purses was released. And now in my dreams, I'm over there working and doing things and getting things done because that's no longer a factor in my life. Yeah. So that's what I had to do because you got to really ask yourself, are you still holding on to something from an ex or an old friendship or a relationship? And you wondering why your dreams are crazy or you wondering why you can't find a new love. You wondering why you can't find a new man. It's because you might still be holding on. Like you said, having that um, chain or that connection to this person. And I was like, I couldn't even believe it, Candy, because I had asked myself over and over again, what could it be? Like, what could it be that I'm still have that I'm still thinking about this person person? And it was like, Victoria, it's the bags. You got to get rid of the bags. So, yeah, I don't know. Have you ever had anything like that? Like, girl, (laughs) (laughs) well, let me tell you. Okay, yeah, I'm a I'm a hit on a couple of times. There was one particular guy that I used to deal with that had such a hold on me, Mm -hmm. and I didn't even like him. Like as a person, I did not. I could not. Stand him, and I used yeah. to talk to my friends and my sister. Like, I can't stand him. Why every time he call, I come like a little puppy. Yeah, like he had me, yeah. and I, you know, I've never been a person that's been like sex has been on such a high pedestal that I'll do anything for it. You know, yeah. I'm I've never been driven by sex. I know there are some people that if the sex is good, nothing else matters. But me, I'm a I'm a like you got to have you got to hit on a couple of different points. So the fact yeah. that I was like just going whenever he called. It, that was really like, what's wrong here? Something is really yeah, wrong. It, off, right. Mm-hmm. And I realized that that was when I first realized or had my own first experience with a soul tie. Okay. And I just, honestly, this was before my spiritual awakening. I, I just cried and literally prayed and was like, I need God, like take <laughs> this away from me because I felt trapped. Yes, I felt trapped. Right Mm-hmm. And it was humiliating. I was humiliated to myself yes. <laughs> because yes. I would run as soon as he called and then he would do things like stand me up. And I had never allowed myself to be played like this. Yes. So it was like, I was totally not in control yes. of myself. And yes. I did not like the way that that felt. Um, yes. I, I, I sensed in my spirit and later realized what it was like. He was working with some darker energies Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but I did not realize that about him you know because I wasn't really keen on you know my own spiritual senses Mm -hmm. and everything I would kind of dismiss things and, and think that oh I'm not you know I'm not hearing in my mind, what I'm hearing, you know, spirit yeah. isn't revealing this to me, but he, he was a really dark, he had a really dark entity that was controlling yeah. him. Yes. yes. And, um, it was causing him to, I, I could see That's it. Like I could step. see it. Yeah. And yeah. he, that entity was so powerful that it grabbed me and, mm-hmm 
it, I felt like literally, I felt like there was a leash on my neck. Oh my God, girl. So I finally, like, I literally like cried and prayed and that's all I knew to do. And it broke. It broke. Oh, good. Thank so, you. So prayer is powerful. It I is. People realize, you. people don't realize like, mm-hmm. even though you might be leaving the church, you might be leaving uh, or some other indoctrination Prayer is still just as powerful as they say it is. It is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Prayer is not oh. just for the church. It's for it your is life. Not. Okay. It, it is, is not. It is. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. It is not. So that's all I had was yeah. prayer in that yeah. moment. And it broke. It broke. And I, I didn't, I never went back to that situation yeah. after that thing broke. Like one day I just woke up and I, I felt like myself again Mm -hmm. I know I felt because I felt like there was a chain on me like why am I still connected with this person like what is happening yeah and I I feel so much freer and I'm just so thankful that I was able to come to that realization and able to pray that energy away from me like Mm -hmm. and out of me like and I just got to stay protected so that energy does not come back to me again. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So, yeah. But it's crazy what happens in the dreams sometimes. Like, they really are signs and warnings to pay attention, especially with the people around you or what soul ties are holding you back. It's literally soul ties that are holding you back from your purpose and or from your person, oh. you know, from your divine person. Like, in that, in that situation, I was like, do I have anything else in my house from an ex? Because if so, it got to go tonight. Like, it was yep. like, literally, Victoria, get rid of it all. And I yeah. realized in that moment as well, I had a vase from an ex from over 10 years ago that he gave me as well. Mind you, both of these gifts I received on Valentine's Day. So there was some sort of connection to me and like Valentine's Day that was also like, Victoria love. I know it was something. I'm just like, what is this with Valentine's day and gifts on Valentine's day? And I was like, this base got to go as well. Base in the trash, purses burned, all of it out of my house, out of my life, you know? Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Cause we can't be so stuck on holding on to a, an object because it you know, creates a certain feeling of status or what have you when there is something yeah. in some of these cases, something more sinister going on behind that gift. There's energy in those gifts as well. Those purses, intention. The purchase, yes. Yeah, there was it. energy behind that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I was just going to say, because those purses, they were so beautiful and I wanted them for so long. That was the other thing. I wanted them for so long. So I felt like mm. this was something I had been waiting for, you know, da, 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 da. but it was like, I spirit was like, it don't matter. It came from this person and they not right. You can't hold on to that anymore. Yeah. And I had to remember, and it's like, you right, you right. I can get three, four purses from the person I'm supposed to be with if I allow spirit and the universe to work on my behalf instead of holding on to these purses. This one person who I don't even talk to, who's not here, who don't care about me, etc. They're not even here, you know. So why are you still holding on to something? So that's what I had to realize, and 
it was a harsh wake up call, but it was a necessary one because it was definitely holding me back. It was holding me hostage. Like it was literally chaining me down from what I'm supposed to be doing in my life and causing chaos in my dreams. Like, and I don't like chaos in my dreams. Like I want to sleep peacefully. (laughs) Me too. Sometimes I have to go to war in my dreams though. And that's when I know that something is Mm -hmm. happening either about to happen. And I can tell based on how I feel a lot of times when I wake up, but also like you were saying, um, those those psychic attacks, those spiritual attacks, a lot of times those things happen um, and and it's revealed to you when you are in your dream state because mm-hmm. these witches be up, okay? Even if they're not practicing, a lot of times what people have to realize is sometimes a person is not even practicing consciously it is something else that they that has attached itself to them that is doing the work yeah think about even before like your spiritual awakening or before you like fully came into your gift how you used to do things or think things and then it started to make sense once you began to evolve spiritually like dang I've been doing I've been doing I've been you know taking baths like this or you know walking around my house doing this and I never really understood it. it was just what I did because that that higher control that's that's guiding your life is acting through you yes yes it's the same way with people that have these ties and these you know other entities that are attached to them and a lot of times don't even realize it yeah so Yeah, when it comes to relationships, um, friendships, even yeah. I can get rid of stuff. Like if I am not, if I don't F with you no more, <laughs> I don't need to have well, nothing to save me yeah. in my house. I don't have stuff from old friendships. Mm-hmm. I recently got rid of and purged some some other things out of my home because they were gifts given to me by a person that I, I don't want to have a connection to anymore. Yeah. Yeah, it's necessary to purge every once in a while. And you got to ask yourself when your energy is feeling like that, or you're feeling low, or you feel like you're being attacked, it probably is a sign that you need to purge something out of your life, or you may need to fast so you can get some insight into why you may be experiencing those symptoms or those situations. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, Going back into kind of um, wrapping up some of the conversation about dreams, um, what are some of your tips for decoding? Because I know you've given some stuff as far as, um, you know, paying attention to how you feel when you wake up. How do you feel in that dream? Mm -hmm. Um, Do certain signs and symbols stand out to you? Because for me, when I dream, when I wake up from a dream, generally I don't see a whole lot of color in my dream it's not it's not necessarily black and white but it's kind of like color almost doesn't exist in my dream yeah so if I see color I take it that it's a sign that I need to pay attention to something specifically you know either that object or something in my waking life that maybe that color I kind of decoded in that way um I also realize that hydrating and staying hydrated also helps with not only dreaming, but also the 
you know, having the lucid dreams, if you are looking more to dream more lucidly, but what are some things that are kind of like your tips for decoding and deciphering your dreams? I think just for me, it's just the feeling of the dream. Like that's how I can typically tell what it is I need to know or what spirit is trying to tell me. And like you said, I've never, I've never, honestly, I can't say for sure if I actually have seen color in my dream, there's nothing that stands out, but I'm definitely going to go back in my book and see if there was ever any colors that came out or anything like that. But for me, it's more so just a feeling. And then when I'm like writing down the dream, if I do remember it, something starts to also come back when I start to write it down as well, like things I didn't realize. So to me, it's just the feeling. How do I feel when I came out of the dream? You know, what did I feel like when I was in the dream? Um, What was I doing in the dream that that spirit just wants me to know? And then, you know, if I if I feel led meditate on it or or pray over the dream like spirit reveal to me if there's anything I need to know about this dream bring it to my attention spirit let me know what I need to know what I need to prepare for you know what is happening so that's typically for me what I do um I'll just interpret it or I'll even pull cards like you know what what cards I'll connect to a deck that I feel like this deck will be the one to, to, to help me interpret the dream. So, you know, I'll just pull cards if need be, you know, and just see what spirit wants me to know. Oftentimes it'll be like, it might be nothing like, you know, it's just a dream or there's something that just keep track of the dream. Cause there may be some relevance to it later down the line. You know, it, sometimes it's not necessarily something you need to know right away. And maybe something that, Hey, we're just putting this on you and you may come to it months, like six months later, a year later, be like, I know I had a dream about A, B, C, and D. Let me go back and look, you know? So yep. it, it, it all depends. It's all, I feel like it's different for everyone, you know, different for you when it comes to color, different for me when it comes to feelings and as well as who was in the dream. Like, who are you with other people? Are you by yourself? Mm -hmm. What I also feel like sometimes you may feel energies that are there, like either people, you know, but you didn't necessarily see them with your eye but you felt their spirit in the dream too. So that's another thing. Like, you know, someone was there, but you didn't physically see them when you were in the dream. That I mean, dreams can go so deep. They really can go so deep. Yes. You're right. Yeah. Also um, paying attention to the energies that appear because sometimes energies will appear as someone, someone like what else. we were talking yes. about before yeah. and be disguised, you know, as they might yeah. themselves as a relative or a friend, but what is the interaction? What is going on in that dream is what you have to pay attention to. Um, yeah. As well as even like animals, you know, looking up their spiritual mm-hmm. meanings when you see animals, because you may be meeting your, um, your animal guide, you know, yes, you may be coming across that, or it may be, nudging you to pay attention to the qualities that that particular animal um, possesses and how that animal interacts with you in the dream. Um, Yes. 
a lot of times our fears and anxieties, like I was saying with my dreams about being captive in the store, a lot of times our fears and anxieties will represent themselves in our dreams, you know, because we are just literally going from one plane of existence into another, you Mm -hmm. know, so Mm kind of like his dark materials. I don't know if you've seen that show, but yeah. Oh, that is such a good show. His dark Um, materials? His Dark Materials. It's an HBO show. Um, it's okay. been around for a couple of years. I think they're about to come okay. with a new season. But in that yeah. show, they go from one reality into another and it's happening simultaneously. So they are basically um, traveling in between worlds and uh-huh. different issues are happening in those worlds. And it's yeah. the same place, but it's a different level of existence in say like this Oxford city. So it's really interesting. It really kind of opened my eyes a little bit more to how even our dream states, like we are literally traveling from one world to another and it's still happening simultaneously, but we are traveling into these other existences where we also now exist in these realities because we kind of stepped in between the cloak, like past this curtain and entered into to this new realm yeah. so a lot of times the things that are happening in those dream states are just they're also happening in our waking life but in a different form in a different way it looks yeah. a little differently yes and um so yeah paying attention to colors emotions mm-hmm. um people familiar spirits because sometimes our relatives are there as someone else yeah. Mm-hmm. Or are they're there as our ancestors. Mm-hmm. I've met ancestors in dreams. Mm-hmm. Um, I have met my animal spirits in dreams yeah. and mm-hmm. snakes appear in my dreams during very transformative mm-hmm. points in my life. Like when something big yeah. is about like just a major like new chapter in my life or a new cycle um that's really major and I realized like I had those dreams during time periods where big change was happening and sometimes it's simple symbolism like spirit doesn't always give us yeah. these complicated you know riddles to yeah. solve sometimes it's very Not at simple all. as well one, it was me, the snake was me conquering a fear. It was me mm, standing in the face right. of, of fear because literally the snake stood up and looked at me face to face and its head was like this big. So yeah. I'm looking at this huge snake face to face. And I realized when I woke up, like I had to conquer a level of fear that I was holding on to. And mm-hmm. it was very, it was a very transformative period. So yeah. Right. Beautiful though. So beautiful. Yeah. Don't dream. discount those symbols and oh. stuff like that because the spirit be talking and trying to tell you something. Right. Oh, you know, yeah. another thing I was gonna say too, paying yeah. attention to the moon cycles. Like mm-hmm. now the moon phases, paying attention to your personal um, astrological chart, because sometimes these aspects are yeah. also carrying additional messages. And when you kind of put it all together, it, it starts to make sense of what spirit is trying right. to tell you. You know, if the dream is is that deep and you don't understand anything that any meaning 
look at your chart. Where are the planets? You know, where are where are your major planets and what major aspects are going on? And those sometimes can also carry additional messages. Right. Absolutely. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> well, thank you so much, Victoria, for coming on. I know we had a little technical difficulty today. <laughs> thank you for having me. This was super dope. I definitely hope I can come back again. <laughs> yes. If you all are interested in connecting with Victoria, Victoria, tell them again how they can find you. Yes, you can find me on Instagram at Enchanted Insights. And then on YouTube, just type in Enchanted insights and you can find me on there follow me on there stay subscribed and i i appreciate you candy so much thank you so much for having me i love connecting with you i learn so much every time we chat every time we talk there's always some takeaway that spirit has for both of us so i'm just super grateful that we're we're able to do this and to connect in this beautiful way thank you i appreciate it too because i am really I love so much um, having sisterhoods that Mm -hmm. aren't competitive, having sisterhoods that are not, um, you know, we don't feel like we got to put on, we can just have real conversations, be ourselves Mm -hmm. and build from there. Cause if we can't build as our authentic selves, then the entire structure is going to be. Yep. And, and that's no good. Ain't no good for <laughs> I ain't nobody. I doing no shaky structures no more. I'm off that. <laughs> right. Completely off of it. So yeah. thank y'all so much for tuning in today. Be sure to share this episode with a friend. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast. And please go to wherever you listen to podcasts and write a lovely review. Share today's episode. Don't forget to go back and catch up on some of those past episodes because they are classic. Okay. They're timeless and the information does not expire. Thank you guys again for listening to Real Talk with the Spiritual Bestie. Love y'all. Bye.